Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who loves to wear a lion pelt on his head. Frank, how are you today? I'm sensitive about my baldness, okay? I just, I need to cover it with something, and lion pelt was the best thing I had. Clearly, yes. I mean, you're rocking it. It's stylish. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's, I'm just following Kristen Wiig's lead. Yeah. <laughs> she was a cheetah, cat, Frank. Cat prints are in. They are. I, I'm actually really concerned that the teeth are going to poke you in the eye if you move too well. Move too much. Um, but you know, it's all good. Um, it's weird that you named it Mufasa. I think that was <laughs> that was um, that was a little rude. Mm, that might have been yeah, it's, a, it's a little much, Frank. I don't know. <laughs> truthfully, not your truthfully. best choice. No. <laughs> oh gosh, um, Frank, how are you today? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm drinking a new beer for me, not a new company, but a new beer. Tell me about um, it. Yeah. Um, but tell me about what you're drinking first. But, uh, you, you, give, you, you have the opening there. Go for it. Oh, what, what, no. What I, we, but I always ask you and you tell me. Fine. Oh, we'll change. Uh, I'm drinking something from Von Trapp Brewing. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I love the Von Trapps. Um, and this is just this is a, a Berliner Weiss style ale. So it's one of their like kind of the classic um ones but i didn't know they sold it around here so when Mm. i saw it in the store i was like need to buy all of the von traps thank you very much um because they they make a good beer the berliner weiss is okay i will say it's not the best Mm. it's good it's very good it's definitely more of a summer beer and it being the Mm. middle of winter it is refreshing though Gosh, a little bit of Austria, a lot of Vermont. Nice, <laughs> mm-hmm. nice. I do enjoy uh, like a lighter beer in the winter sometimes. Like I, it's it's still like I know people like drink stouts and porters and stuff in the winter, but um, I still like a uh, like I had a Hefeweizen the other day. Like uh, I just I don't know. I, I yeah. enjoy that stuff. I prefer lighter beers on almost on principle, especially when we are recording because I usually have a dinner after we record. And so uh, if we stick to our normal schedule, so if I have like a giant, if I have a giant stout, I'm like, I'm not really hungry for Mm. dinner. And that doesn't go over super well. So, um, so I like, I like the lighter beers. I like the Von Trapps when I brought it up to, I bought like a a bunch of beer because, you know, I don't want to go to the store so, so much, um, in a pandemic. So I, I bought a bunch. I had two, these big boxes. And I had the Von Trapps on top. 
stacked on top, and I like couldn't get it up on the counter. And so I said, would you mind grabbing the Von Traps? They've had a hard life already, and I don't want them to fall. And, <laughs> and the guy at the register just thought that was the best thing. He gave me two, he gave me two glasses. <laughs> like, That's amazing. It was so great. He's like, do you want glasses? I'm like, yes, sure. I do. Yeah. So I got some. I got. I got some nice beer glasses. Um. So it's exciting. Not so to be Frank, confused. You... Not to be confused with beer goggles, which is a different thing. Yes, um, that would have been hard to drive home with. Yes. Um. Yes. Frank, what are you drinking? I am drinking a. Uh, I'm still working through my Belgians that I got uh, for Christmas. I've been actually mm-hmm. saving some of them to drink on this show so I can talk about them. Um, and this is one of my very last ones of the Pirate, pi- Pirate, Pirate, Belgian Pirate. Oh, yeah. P-R-P-I-R-A-A-T. Pirate. 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 Every time I see it, I want to say it. Pirate. Uh, it feels like someone's shouting it at me. But yes, uh, Pirate Belgian Ale. Um, it is your... <laughs> this is, sorry, this is this is an inside joke for for us, but a Pirate sounds like the sequel to Witch. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, reference acknowledged. Witch. Um, yeah, it's very, very good. I feel like I've had it before. I think I may have had this when I was in Europe at some point, uh, maybe when I was in Portugal. Um, it looks familiar, and um, yeah, like the branding and everything looks very familiar, uh, but it is... We were talking about going going back away. This one goes back to 1784. I've seen older ones than that, even. You had one from, like, the 1300s. Uh, oh, I yeah, guess I think... it was um, Hogarden. Uh, yeah, Hogarden was 1344 or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. I've seen some that go back to, like, the 1200s, even. Um, that's um, That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, and it's I think it, I think they're Belgians too. Uh, I mean, it's usually it's usually Belgians or or at least you know Trappists uh, that tend mm-hmm. to be the ones that go back that far. Where it's like, oh yes, this, these monks at this monastery have been brewing this beer for eight hundred years, and that's how they pay their bills. Right. It's like it's like that. Um, when we went to um, we went to that beer hall, and do you remember we went to that beer hall in Jersey, and we had the oh, same we the had Mozart the same Bo- Mozart's favorite beer. Like that's cool. Like yeah. I drank the same beer that Mozart had yeah and i and, liked it yeah and yeah. and and because of the way they do these things it probably tastes just about the same as it did for him you know like the exactly. recipe may have changed or the the um you know equipment may have changed but but it the methods are, are pretty much the same yeah well anyway, thank you joe and kathy for taking us there yeah that's that was right. awesome yeah oh i have a fun beer story actually if you'll if you'll permit me yes um, i found a great a few weeks ago i on the show i drank a uh throwback Mexican chocolate porter. Um, yes, that was I remember. Very, very. It was like good. a little. It had like chili pepper. In yes, it that's right. Like that. That's yeah. right. Yeah, El, El Chup Brucabra is what they call it. Uh, <laughs> from from Throwback Brewing uh, in in Stratum, New Hampshire. Um, I actually went to the brewery uh, this weekend. Uh, my wife and I took her parents out, and we went to this to the brewery um, because it's not too far from where we're staying right now. And they um, they have. These and by the time you're hearing this, um, I don't know if they're still doing this, but they have been doing this really fun thing where they have these little fire pits out outdoors, and you can rent one for two hours. Private fire pits that are socially distant, spaced out from all the rest. So you get your own little fire pit. They keep bringing you wood to keep refilling it. As far as I can tell, it seems to be unlimited wood. Um, and uh, yeah, you rent it for two hours. They're, they give you like we have like six chairs. There are only four of us, but um, so you can have a little a small group of people. Like if you're in a pod. With some people, you can go and hang out outdoors by a fire, and they'll bring you beer. They'll they serve you food. Um, they're right on a farm, so all the food is fresh from the farm. I had a uh, um, 
uh, what, they, what they were calling a campfire hot dog, which was a sausage on a bun, and you can finish the sausage over the campfire. Uh, like, That's... it's cooked already, and they bring it to you if you want to, like, finish roasting it over the fire. This whole experience sounds amazing. It was so great. And it was, like, it was like 25 bucks to, to rent to rent the space for, for the for the four of us for two hours, and then whatever we paid in, in food and uh, in food and beer. So, um Really great. Like everyone is very, they're very, they're being very as safe as they can. You know, you're you're a good ten feet away from the nearest, um, the nearest party. You've got your little campfire. You're outdoors. Everyone's wearing masks, and and you you get your campfire and and some cha- like chairs in a circle around it, and a little picnic picnic table to eat. Great. It was so much fun. Great way to spend a Sunday afternoon. Um, we just had a blast, and it was just, you know, I haven't gone out to eat in at least two or three months, so mm-hmm. uh, it was it was really nice to be able to to do that in a in a safe, responsible way. So if you're you know in the area and you're looking for something to do, Throwback Brewing, um, really fun, really fun, and you can make a reservation, so you don't have to worry about like oh will there be a line or whatever. Um, you reserve your spot, so you know for sure you you got you got a spot. So that's great. Fun I love plug. that. Yeah, great plug. Great plug for them if you're in the area, which I, I even that's far from me. But like I want to, I mean, I, I want to do that in my backyard. It's tempting, right? Maybe we, maybe we should meet up this. Well, it's far for you, but but like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's so far that I wouldn't do that. Truthfully, yeah. like right. I could, I think I could swing that. Maybe yeah. at some point, like when it, on a warm day or whatever, we can we can we can find a way to do that. I can swing that. Yeah, I can do. I can. I can do that. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Know what I can't do, Frank? What's though, that? Truthfully, What's that? is recall things with um perf- with perfect um memory mm. or, or form good sentences for that matter. Mm. Um, Might sentences. be difficult being an English teacher then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure is. Mm. <laughs> um, no, I saw a an Instagram post. Um, that I shared with with Tim. Um, there uh, is really funny uh, idea, and it was actually a it's a joke, but it's a pitch for a, a joke pitch for a podcast idea for a classics podcast. Get a bunch of people together who learned Greek mythology at some point in their life and kind of remember it, but have mostly forgotten it, and then try to get them to recount stories from Greek mythology with only their vague recollection to guide them. As they attempt to piece together the story, they'll likely end up with something that sort of resembles the original myth, but with a bunch of weird differences, thereby creating new traditions in the vein of the Greek bards of old. And they they suggest calling it Homer, I hardly know her. So, um, I thought that was so funny. I shared it with him, and he... he I chortled, yeah. and I said, this is a great idea, So because, I mean... I mean, you could do this with other things. We've we kind of did something vaguely similar to this, um, not mythology, and I can't remember what we. It was classic what, novels, what, yes, that you knew and I didn't. So I was like, "Picture of Dorian Gray, uh, <laughs> uh, portrait of a guy, and he stays young forever, and maybe there's an old lady who owns the portrait." And you were like, "You could not be further from the, <laughs> the truth." And I was like, cool. "The beginning is as as before. The beginning was correct, and then it just took a dive, yeah, like, exactly. right off so, the side." In this case, neither one of us is gonna is gonna know. So we, we both get to play this time, and I guess we're calling the the game is called Homer. I hardly know her. Um, uh, so I've pulled up a list of some of the most popular Greek myths, and I'm going to just look at the name and throw it out there. We can try to piece together what we remember it being about, and then we'll look and check our work and see how far off we were. Right. And full disclosure, if the myth doesn't involve Wonder Woman, I'm not going to remember it <laughs> super well. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm uh, okay. I, I'm not f- super familiar with this one, but um, Hercules and Cerberus. Oh, okay. Um, well, 
I can tell. Okay, so I'm already mad at your list because <laughs> because I'm sorry, Hercules, Heracles, Heracles, not yeah. Hercules. Oh, does it say I Heracles? It. I misread it. Oh, My bad. Okay. oh, then I'm I'm happy with the list. I'm back oh, on board. Wait, baby. you know what it is? It's that in one place it says Hercules, so I, I misread in the wrong place. But yes, oh, okay. in most places it says Heracles. Well, here's Heracles and Cerberus. I'm gonna push up my nerd glasses. Oh, okay. And tell everyone that um, Hercules is the Roman version of the Greek hero Heracles. They're the same stories. You just like you just change the name, like um, like Zeus is Jupiter and things mm-hmm. like like they're the same. They're the same on principle. They're the same person. They just have a they have a different name. Um, Mar- but- Mars and Ares. Right, Mars and Aries, Neptune and Poseidon. Right, right. You know the right. So um, Pluto and Hades. You know, uh, uh-huh, which uh-huh. I think is funny because Hades is a cool sounding name, and Pluto is not. A How great... much of that do you think is we're conditioned to think that because we think of a cartoon dog? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, right. One hundred percent. That's the reason. But well, maybe. Well, yeah. No, that it's because of the dog. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, or because it's a tiny planet, even though it's bigger That's than true. me. That's like, true. That's true. Yeah, you, know, you could think of the planet too. Yeah. Yeah, you could think of the planet, not a planet, planet, not a planet. So I don't know. But anyway, um, so Heracles and Cerebus. Cerebus is the big three headed dog. That's about where my knowledge ends. Um, so I'm going to say that Heracles had to fight Cerberus. Uh, to get uh some kind of some part some kind of battle some kind of trials uh in some kind of war or battle that 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 fighting the three headed dog was like the 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 boss at the end of the video game. That answer felt like you were answering a short answer question on a test, and then at the bottom you're like, "P.S. Can you just please give me a D minus because I tried." <laughs> like, that's like that's kind of what it, it yeah, was. I drew yeah. you a picture of a flower, so can I pass please. this test? I don't have an uh, actual apple to give you, but here's a drawing of one. Here's a drawing. Please take this. Um, <laughs> um, I know the I I don't know the story, but. I know that Heracles, you know, was a, a demigod, and um, uh, Hera didn't like that very much. That she was that she that he is the son of Zeus, but not of Hera. Hera being extremely, um, extremely jealous, um, makes Hercules believe that he's fighting a bunch of monsters or whatever, and it turns out that he murdered his family and his wife. Um, and Yikes. so to prove that he's still a good person and a hero, he goes on these 12 trials ah. like he does the, the you know, the the um, the trials of Hercules. And I'm going to guess that he ha- wants to, like, reclaim the soul of his wife because Cerebus guards the underworld. Right. So maybe he wants to reclaim the soul of his wife. So he has to fight Cerebus to get it. I'm making all this up. I have no idea. Does that sound? That's yeah. That's okay. Well, let's see. So, okay. The last of Heracles's twelve labors. So there you go. Uh, The king ordered Heracles to fetch him Cerberus, the fearsome three-headed hound that guarded the gates of Tartarus, an infernal Mm -hmm. abyss within the Greek underworld. Tartarus, the production plant that makes tartar sauce. (laughs) 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 
uh, reserved for the most terrible punishments. Alongside like that its, joke. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, alongside its three heads, Cerberus' mane was covered with snakes. I didn't know that part. I just knew what? it was a three-headed dog. It also had that. a serpent's tail, great red eyes, and a long and long saber-like teeth. Having reached the underworld, Hades allowed Heracles to take part to take Cerberus so long as he didn't use any weapons to subdue his pet. So Heracles wrestled with Cerberus and was eventually able to place a great chain around Cerberus's neck. Heracles then dragged Cerberus to the king's palace, frightening the king senseless. Heracles would later return Cerberus to Hades. It was the last of his 12 labors, and Heracles was free at last. All right, we were pretty far off. We got the setup right. We got like you know, 40% we, of that, maybe? Yeah, we yeah. drew a nice flower for the teacher. We did. Is what we did. We did. And we said, yeah. Make it a D minus, not an F, please. We, yeah. Weird that the description of Cerebus is like, it has sharp teeth. Like, obviously, it's a a three-headed dog. What do you think? It had a bunch of molars in there? Right. That Herbie came along and took all its teeth and was like, I'm a dentist. (laughs) Like, what? Like, like... Bumbles, bounce. Cerberus is bounce. (laughs) Cerberus is bounce. Okay. Uh, Number two, Perseus and Medusa. Oh, I think I actually know this one. Do you? Okay. I... I don't know... I don't know why he has to be there, but um, Perseus, the great, the great Greek hero, Perseus. Right? I just know that Perseus is a son of Zeus. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, really? That's huh. I don't okay. know why that stuck with me, but I knew that. Just Zeus, just turning into swans just and getting making children. Just get, what Zeus making does. the rounds, Zeus. Yep. And so, Perse, I don't remember why he has to fight Medusa. Let's say Zeus told him to. Sure. Probably. Why not? Probably. Oh, and Medusa um, is the um, the roller coaster at Six Flags. <laughs> yes. That's what that I know. That is true. That is true. Never went on it. Hate roller coasters. I rode it with there. our friend Andrew. It was a lot of fun. Oh, nice. When we were Hello, like 16. Andrew. Yeah. Um, that's fun. Um, for you, I hate roller coasters. Yes. So I. So he has to go. He has to go fight her, um, and he has to. Um, but he can't look at her because if you look at Medusa, you turn to stone. Oh, Medusa is the one with the turn to stone. Okay. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he has to fight her blind, but and so, but he tricks her into looking at her own reflection. I think on a shield or something like that. Oh, so then she yes, turns yes, herself yes. to stone. That's right. Okay. I yeah, think, this is yeah. all sounding familiar. Yeah, I don't know why he has to do it because maybe because he's a hero, but um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that's 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 all I got. Vague, vague hero reasons. Um, okay, let's see. So Perseus was the son of Princess. De- it says De- Danae. Is that not Diana? I don't know. Princess Danae and Zeus to save his mother from marrying. To save his mother from marrying the king of Seraphos, he was ordered to kill the Gorgon Medusa. Mm. So he sent Adina and her and Hermes, or Hermes, uh, to meet Perseus and Root. And uh, 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 Athena provided him with a magic shield polished like a mirror. Hermes provided Perseus a magical sword. Uh, Perseus, uh, when he had several encounters on the way there, three gray women, the nymphs of the north, a uh, magical leather bag, uh, yeah, ditto, ditto. And with this special equipment, he had to Medusa's island. Medusa was one of the three Gorgons. She had the face of a beautiful woman. Anyone who looked directly at her would be turned to stone. So Perseus used his magic shield to find the sleeping Medusa, cutting off her head, and then oh, yeah, that's escape. right. 
That's right, because there's a statue, there's a very famous statue of that, with him holding Medusa's snake hair or whatever, because um, she's a gorgon. Um, I was wondering about that because I was like, if she turns to stone, how does she cut off her head? Right. Yeah. Is right. Like snap but, off. Yeah. Right. Oh, so that's sad. So he like got her when he was when she was, she was sleeping. Sleep? That's, that's there's l- no honor in that. That's no. That's lame. That's 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 backstabbing. Come on. Okay. Um, all right. That one we what what percentage would you say we got that? That was like sixty percent. Sixty? All right, sixty. Yeah. All right. Next one is Theseus and the Minotaur. This one I actually remember. Do you remember there was a short lived show on PBS called Adventures from the Book of Virtues? No, I don't remember that at all. Short lived. I think it was on like Sunday mornings or something. And it was these little animated vignettes. Well, I was at church, Frank. I'm sorry. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this was before church. Oh, uh, okay. When you were um, eating Cheerios. Correct. Yes. Um, and it was on PBS, and they took, like, the, the Book of Virtues, like the Bill Bennett book, and they, they took just different stories from, you know, morality tales, some from the Bible, some from uh, um, mythology, from, from all different sources, and they would do them. So, so they did this one as a cartoon. So I know it much the same way that I know a lot of books from Wishbone. I know this one from Adventures from the Book of Virtues. Oh, okay. Um. Or at least I know the cartoon version that they made up for kids. I don't know if there's someone if people's heads are getting cut off or something. Then maybe I don't. Maybe yeah, I, don't. I use this. I use. I have to use this in class for something. I can't even remember why I use it, but I, I had to, like just a couple months ago. So I'm curious how my memory of it stacks to your memory of it. Interesting. Okay. What I remember from it is, I remember. I guess it was Theseus. I, for some reason, was sent to the island where there was this big maze, mm-hmm. labyrinth, uh, labyrinth, yep. the labyrinth. Um, and yeah. I can tell you why he was sent there. So, why so, was he sent so there? We, yeah, so we can do this. T- we'll yeah, do this actually, together. This yeah. is a this is a team. This is a team test. So he has to go because the the minotaur is like torments the the area it's like a curse on the, yes. it's a curse on the they have to the area has to offer a sacrifice yes. to the minotaur and so he goes um to basically stop that from happening like so to stop that sacrificial offering from happening because it's going to be it's like going to be the princess or something like that like that he was going to marry or something like that so he was like oh i better go Cut this out so I can also marry the princess. I'm pretty uh, sure that okay. I think that's something like that. Okay, that sounds. Most of that sounds familiar. Some parts of that sound familiar, and then so I think you're right. And then the the, the other piece I remember is some kind of like a magic. So 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 Theseus goes into the labyrinth to find and f- I guess fight and kill the Minotaur, and to make sure he won't get lost. The princess or somebody gives him like a magic string that he can mm-hmm. like unspool and follow. The, that's right. The princess does that. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like it was like a gold string yeah. or something, mm-hmm. a gold thread, uh, so that it wouldn't break or whatever. I don't know. Something like that. And uh, and so, yeah. Basically, he 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 does it. He kills the minotaur and then he finds his way back uh, using the string. And then he marries the princess. And he marries the princess. Yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty correct. Okay. All right. Let's see. Theseus and the Minotaur. Uh, Theseus was the king, son of the king 
Aegis of Athens, king of Athens. He was the son of the king of Athens. He was sent to Crete to kill the Minotaur of King Minos. Half man and half bull. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say that part where the Minotaur was like a half man, half. Sure. I, I, we, I, we think, I think we knew what a I Minotaur that was. was. That's, that's a pretty yeah. well-known thing. But yes, half man, yeah. half bull. Minotaur lived in a specially constructed maze in the dungeons of Minos's palace. It was infamous for eating children Ooh. demanded by Minos from subject cities at, such as... Athens. Oh, so that must have been the sacrifice. Was it, they feed it a child? The child. Okay, that was not in the cartoon version. I'll tell you no, that I don't even. I I don't even know that in the version that I do. But as we also know that there are because it was oral storytelling, they were like, eh, I'm not going to tell this sure, village about sure. the children. Why I want to change it to something else? That's so right. yeah, there's no we'll one. We'll just say right it was version. a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So just before he left, Theseus and his father agreed that upon its return, the Athenian ship would raise a black sail if the mission had failed. Uh, and Theseus had died. And if he succeeded, those sailors would, would raise a white sail. Just when like he, the Vatican. Ju- just like that. <laughs> just like the- <laughs> when he arrived on Crete, Theseus was aided in his house by Ariadne, Minos's daughter. Yes. She provided Theseus magic strings so he would not get lost in the maze. She also gave him a sharp dagger with which to kill the Minotaur. He entered the maze, yeah. killed the Minotaur, retraced his steps with the string, uh, quickly made his escape, leaving the labyrinth behind. They fled to the ships and sailed away. Which is also why this is why Eria this is why um uh oh I can't remember the I can't remember the person's name in Inception that's named Ariadne, the oh. actor. Um oh my gosh. I don't remember um, I don't remember the characters. I don't remember like I've, it's been so long since I saw Inception, but was it um Marion Cotillard or Paige. Um um uh um, Ellen pa- Ellen Page. Oh, okay. Um, Ellie, oh, Ellen yeah. Ellen slash Elliot Page. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she plays. They play Ariadne. Um, and you know, like they are the like the string that helps um DiCaprio come out of the labyrinth that is of the dreams, right? You know, yep. like that's the that's the symbolism there. That's freaking right. Ah, yes. There you go. But wait a second. No, I didn't know this part. The story did not have a happy ending. Uh, of course not. It's Greek myth. Yeah. On the way home, Ariadne was taken away from Theseus by the god Dionysius. Dismayed, Theseus sailed back to a- Athens, but he forgot to change the sails of his ships from black to white. And when his father, the king of Athens, saw the black sails, he, uh, believing his son was dead, threw himself into the sea. Himself off the cliff. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. it's called the Aegean Sea, because his father's name was Aegeus. Oh. So it's the Aegean Sea. Isn't that messed up? That Very. you're like, that sea? It's named after a dead guy. Want to know how he got that name? Because he fell in it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That one, I would say we got like an 80 on that one. That was pretty. I'd say that's about an 80%. That's about an 80, right? That's pretty good. We're getting better, Frank. I assumed that the hard ones would become later. I know. Okay, well, this next one I think we're going to nail too. Icarus, the boy who flew too close to the sun. I mean, it's in the title. Mm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so Daedalus makes these these wings of wax that you can fly he's in prison right he's in prison and so he wants to escape yeah and his father's like don't don't do that you know like you got to take your time don't fly you know like he he just flies over the water like he flies down and icarus is like no 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 you can go higher than that yes so he flies close to the sun the wings melt yep. because they're made of wax. Yes. Never mind that they're flying. Right. That's not important. Um, and Icarus falls into the ocean yes. and dies. Yes. And this one was also in the Adventures of the Book of Virtues. It was, uh, and I remember that they showed him like 
painstakingly melting candle wax and like getting feathers from, I guess, birds that were flying by or whatever. Sure. Uh, over like weeks or months or whatever to construct these these two sets of wings, and then and then yeah, Icarus Icarus uh, did, mucks it up. Did did what he wanted to do. So okay, let's see. So with the death of the Minotaur, King Minos of wow, these are connected. King Minos of Crete sought someone to blame. So he, the fall guy was his chief inventor, Daedalus, the man who had designed the maze. Okay. And so, yeah, he had him locked up in the highest tower in the palace with no food or water with his son. Uh, so that's sad. They're like, all right, you designed this maze. So it's your fault. I'll lock you up. Also, here's your child to also go because yeah. why not? Yeah. Right. Like, like, what is that? That's so messed up. So using the tail feathers of the pigeons sleeping in the rafters above combined with beeswax from a deserted bees nest. Okay. That's different than, than I saw. Daedalus yep. was able to craft four large wings, leather straps from their sandals. They jumped out of the tower with the wings on their shoulders and started flying west towards Sicily. And, hmm. uh, uh, Daedalus warned him about to fly to the cross of the sun. Icarus didn't listen. Flying too close to the sun god Helios, his waxen wings fell apart and the boy crashed into the sea below. I'd say there's a solid 90, 95%. I, I was going to say 90, yeah. 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 I would even take 95. I think that's accepted. I think that's. Yeah. I don't. Th- I mean, the only, I mean, like, we missed, like, flying to Sicily, but it's uh, not yeah. the important part. It's not. We got, we got the important parts of it, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um,. Okay, this one is, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, Bellerophon and Pegasus. Um, I think Bellerophon is correct. Pegasus is definitely correct. Yeah, Pegasus I know is correct. Pegasus is the winged horse. That's all I know about Pegasus. That's where it begins and ends, is that there was a winged horse named Pegasus. I'm going to say Bellerophon Bellerophon is the son of Zeus, because they all are. Why not? Usually are. Yep, and... He is looking to conquer the skies, and to do that, he has to hunt down the elusive flying horse known as Pegasus, and he tames the wild animal to prove uh, man is control over nature. Sure. Okay. Works for me. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Born from the blood that had spilled from Medusa's body onto the sand... After Perseus had cut off the Gorgon's head, it was said that this winged horse, Pegasus, could only be ridden by a hero. So Pegasus was born from the blood spilled from Medusa's body. Look, I'm willing to accept a winged horse that flies, but how does it get formed from Gorg- from from the Gorgon's blood? I'm not following. Not not really, but okay. Bellerophon, doesn't even say who Bellerophon is. Bellerophon was asked by the king of Lydia to kill the pet monster of the neighboring king of Caria. This was the Chimera. So he wanted him to sure. kill, kill okay. a Chimera, a beast that had a lion's body, a goat's head, and a snake's tail, and it yep. also breathed fire. Mm-hmm. Just for kicks. Just for kicks. Because so it's not dangerous enough in the middle. That's fine. Right. A goat's body. Lion, lion's body, goat's head, snake's tail. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Body, okay. Goat's head. That's, no, a, that's a that's like, a that's like a lion's chimera. body with a goat's head is not particularly menacing. Like the lion's body, sure, but then the goat's head is just like it comes Imagine up to the, you and the, it's like the, like the speed or strength of a lion. But if you get nipped by that lion, that Bleh. goat, yeah, it's like eating tin cans. Uh, I feel like I've never said I got to look up a chimera. Chimera, because yeah, yeah. Because as far as I know, I've never 
seen a chimera with a goat's head before. And when it says a snake's tail, I'm guessing it means like a snake's head for a tail. Uh, yes, that's right? yeah. I'm seeing a lot of different versions, but what I'm but the majority of what I'm seeing is that it's the lion's body with a lion head, and there's a goat's head above the lion head, oh. and the snake's head as the tail oh. is what I'm seeing. That which it makes, makes more less sense. sense. <laughs> well, it makes more sense in terms of being more menacing. Yes, absolutely. Because like, if a chimera is just like a lion, that's a lion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so chimera, lion's body, possibly a goat's head, snake for a tail, breathe fire. To kill the beast, Bellerophon first had to tame the winged Pegasus. Uh, so Athena helps him do that. Riding above the chimera, Bellerophon killed the beast by striking it striking it in its mouth with a spear tipped with lead. Uh, the lead melted inside Chimera's throat and killed it. Okay. Cool. So that's okay. That's that. Okay. Okay. Next up. How are we doing on time? Uh, oh, okay. I, we can do one one more. This I one, say this one. I say one more. We didn't get that one at all. We did so not even get That's like. No, not zero. even close. Uh, no. We didn't even no. know Chimera. We didn't know anything. No, um, I did know that he needed to conquer Pegasus in some way. So that's like a 10. That's true. That's true. That's a 10. It's not a total zero. It's a 10. Okay. Uh, next up, we have, and this is the last one on, the, on this list, so it works out perfectly, Jason and the Argonauts. Oh, um, um, I don't know this one as well as I should. I don't know this one other than I know there was a movie. There's an owl clock. And no, that's not Jason. Jason and the Argonauts. Argonaut is a ship that takes Jason on adventures, and he has to fight undead skeletons for some reason. Argonaut is a ship, or the? I feel like Argonaut sounds like it's a group. Like Jason and the Argonaut sounds like it's a group of people. But they, but But they they go on a ship ship and they go on an adventure. Maybe that's it. I just know that. The movie, so like the mo- the fake movie Argo, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, and so that is named for like they're all on a ship called the Argo, the like actual fake movie, so the, which is right. for for the Argonauts. Got it. Yeah, which got it. Go or and you, on when, an when you say just for people to understand, when you say the fake movie called Argo, you're talking about the movie within the movie called the, 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 that's the right. Movie they so were the, the CIA to make. operation, yes. which resulted in them using the Argo to yeah, yeah, yeah. rescue the I- Iranian, um, uh, the, uh, yes. in the, during the Iranian hostage crisis. Yes. Argo yeah. yourself. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, okay. So they're, they're on the Argo and the Argonauts are, um, uh, let's say that they're the ones who are like, uh, rowing. Down in the down in the galley or whatever. Yeah, let's say they're uh, also pirates that sure. they're like sea wanderers or something. Sure, why not? And uh, Jason is probably a son of Zeus. <laughs> I want to say <laughs> probably. <laughs> sure, son of Zeus. And yep. uh, they're on the Argo, and they're. Uh... <sighs> Yeah, they have to fight skeletons that Ray Harryhausen cooked up. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, and it was a pretty great sequence to prove that stop motion and live action can work in tandem together. Can, they can, they can work together. 
Yeah. Um, and it won a million Academy Awards. And sure didn't. Um, <laughs> is it actually a Ray Harryhausen movie? Is that yeah? A fact? Yeah. Oh. Jason and the Argonauts is a really that is actually that like skeleton sequence is actually Ray Harryhausen. Did yeah. not realize that. Okay. Jason was the son of Azon, the rightful king of Ioikos in Thessaly. And by, by Azon, you mean Zeus. an <laughs> anagram for Zeus. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Jason went to his... Oh, God. Okay. He he went to get his father reinstated as king. I'm, I'm summarizing here. Uh, and But to do that, uh, they demanded that Jason must first bring him back the magical golden fleece from the land of Colchis. Oh, golden fleece. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay. So Jason agreed. He collected a group of comrades to aid him as an adventure. The ship was called the Argo, and they called themselves the, the Argonauts. Bam. After Got several em. adventures across the Black Sea, fighting poo throw This is literally, I'm reading, poo-throwing harpies. They huh. fought harpies that threw poo. So they fought monkeys, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they, th- so Planet of the Apes happens, and then they <laughs> row through cl- crashing rocks. They don't want to give up the fleece. So Jason has the has golden an, North Face, as I like to call the it. golden <laughs> North Face. Uh, and he set he set on the impossible task of plowing up and sowing a field with dragon's teeth. Um, hmm. And and he plowed it with two fiery bowls that burned anyone who came near. Against all odds, Jason successfully plowed the field thanks to divine intervention. He was aided by uh, Medea, who is not a Tyler Perry character, but mm. she's the witch daughter of the king of Colchis, who fell in love with him after Eros shot her with his love darts, as he does. Of course. Medea then took Jason to the grove where the golden fleece was kept. It was guarded by a fierce dragon, but Medea sang it to sleep, as she does. With the mm-hmm. Golden Fleece, Jason Medea and the Argonauts fled Colchis and returned home, claiming his father's throne from his wicked uncle Peleus. Wow, no skeletons at all. I'm so disappointed. None. We got, a t- I think, a 10 on that. Y- we knew that there was somebody named Jason. And that there was who- something called the Argonauts. And the Argonauts. Which, to and be fair... That they were on a ship most likely called the Argo. Which, to be fair, they told us in the title. They Jason sure the did, didn't they? So, so like really the only thing we get credit for is the ship? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a five on that. We, we ended up, we hit it really low. We That's did not. We, we got too big for our britches right in the middle. You know what we did, Tim? We flew too close to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't heed the lesson of the one myth we actually knew really well. <laughs> So much for that virtue wow. uh, show that you used to wow. watch. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well. Damn. Um, that was fun. <laughs> damn. Damn, uh, damn, damn the man. That was oh. a lot of fun. Well, that was oh. fun. That was great. I'm so glad that we did that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay, well, you can find us uh, on the internet at beerwithgeeks.com. You can find uh, our whole back catalog of shows. You can find show notes for this episode uh, there. You can find links to our other shows at thoughtbubbleaudio.com, which you'll find there on on Beer With Geeks. Uh, You'll find... Uh, how to subscribe to us in places like uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere that podcasts are found. You can leave us ratings and reviews in all of those places, and we would greatly, greatly appreciate that. You can subscribe for free and get every episode straight to your phone or your device of choice in any of those apps. 
You can also uh, email us at uh, beerwithgeeks at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at beerwithgeeks, and uh, you can help support us and keep the show going and keep our other shows going by supporting the network on Patreon, patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio, and that helps us pay the bills and and keep all of these shows going. Okay. Um, well, that's... Um, I think that's going to put a wrap on us for for this week. That's great. I'm so glad that we did that. We should do. We should try that with other, um, yeah, other myths from from other lands. Yeah, we do Romans next. Yes, oh, it's going to be. That's even worse. It's not. It's going to be so bad. Oh God. Um. Well, it's a wishing stone, right? There's a wishing stone, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. I got it. Everyone wishes, and they obviously will renounce them. Okay, sure. I nailed it. Roman myths. Got them. Uh, okay, so uh, Frank, Frank, you know what a Roman myth is? Democracy. <laughs> oh snap! Too Got him. Got him. Okay, uh, Frank. Well, uh, as always, it was a pleasure to um, cheer you on and uh, chat with you. And so, until next sure. time, cheers. cheers. <laughs>